You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I am your host Andy Storch and this is a show where I share my NFT journey as well as the journeys of others and lessons learned along the way so that we can help you with your NFT journey. And really my mission and the reason I started this podcast was to share my journey, share things that are going on and help others in this space because I know that we are very, very early. If there's one thing I've still been hearing a lot after being in this space for a year is that we're very early. You know, most people still don't know what an NFT is, probably haven't invested thousands of dollars in NFTs like I have. And no matter where you are in that journey, whether you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out what the heck is an NFT, or you've been in it for a while like me and you still don't know what the heck is going on. And I claim that ignorance on a regular basis, even though I've been in this space for a year. This show is for you. Now, I am on episode 56 now. I believe we've been started this show back in November 2021. We've been putting out about two episodes a week for the last seven months. And I've slowed down a little bit in some areas as I've focused on other areas on my main business. And I have two other podcasts and a book and just lots of stuff to run. But I'm still just as bullish on the NFT space as ever. Though I got to tell you, this episode, by the way, is just me. It hasn't It's been a little while since I've done a solo episode. It used to be mostly solo episodes, and then I've had quite a few guests recently. I hope you've been enjoying those episodes, and I hope you'll let me know whether you prefer that or you want to hear from other people or mostly just me. I'm good either way. I I like talking to other people, but I also don't want to get too bogged down with guests and, and their journeys and stories when we can be providing value. But I do have more great guests coming up for you a few different episodes and guests that I I think are are quite interesting and will provide some value to you. But today it's just me. And I wanted to give a little recap of the last few weeks, including VCon and kind of the state of what I see in the NFT market right now, as we put this out on June 8th, I'm recording this just a few days, a couple days before. And the NFT market, by the way, you know, if you're paying attention, you know, that things are kind of down. Things are a little bit depressed. The price of Ethereum, which is a really good kind of marker of what's going on in the crypto space, is way down from its all-time high, which I want to say is around 4,400, 4,500 back in the early part of the year. And it dropped as low as, I want to say, 1,600, 1,700. And as I record this, I think we're around 1,900. I think it's been hovering you know, around 1950, between 19 and and 2000. So, you know, about half of, yeah, 1908, as I record this, uh, we're about half, a little less than half of the all-time high, which means it's lost 50% of value. Now, interestingly, in 2021, I just saw some charts on Twitter about this. I wish I could go back and cite them for you so you could go check it out as well. Someone tweeted an interesting chart that showed back in 2021, the price of ETH and the price of NFTs generally tended to be inversely correlated. So that is, as the price of Ethereum went down, the price of NFTs went up. Now, why is that? You know, when when we first got into NFTs back in May 2021 with vFriends and, and other stuff, my wife and I would have many, many discussions about how do you kind of see the value of an NFT? Do you look at it in terms of ETH or do you look at it in terms of dollars? Because really they are priced, you're bought and sold and traded, et cetera, in ETH, right? But at the end of the day, if you were to sell and you wanted to say pull money out and buy something with it, you'd obviously have to transfer that, you know, translate that to fiat currency as it's called, US dollars, Canadian dollars, euros, 
you know, <laughs> Australian dollars, you name it, right? You, you've got to pull it out into real money, into fiat currency. And so do you measure this, the price of an NFT in ETH or fiat? And to give you an example, let's say you buy an NFT for one ETH. And at the time, the price of Ethereum is $4,000, like going back to the early part of this year, right? Now, let's say we've entered a bear market like we have, and the price of Ethereum has dropped to you know $2,000. And therefore, the price or, or and, and at the same time, the floor price of your NFT has gone up to two ETH. So now the floor price of your NFT has gone from you bought it for one and now it's worth two ETH, but the price of Ethereum has dropped from $4,000 to $2,000. So have you doubled your money from one to two ETH or are you break even? Well, it depends on how you look at it, right? If you are living in an ETH world, you're holding things long term, you, you might say like, oh, wow, you know, this thing has doubled in value since I bought it. But if you're looking at terms in terms of fiat and you're thinking, well, you know, if I were ever going to pull this out, if I sold this right now, let's say I really needed the money because I, I'm going to buy a house or whatever you're going to do, buy a car, uh, you know, or you just want to, you know, take a trip, you would sell it for two ETH and get the $2,000, right? And you cash it out, you still have $2,000. It's the exact same amount of money, or sorry, $4,000, the exact same amount of currency money that you had before. So you're, you're really break even at that point. So in 2021, we saw that the price of ETH and the price of NFTs were inversely correlated. So as the price of ETH went up, the prices of NFTs floor prices generally kind of went down. You know, every project is different, but on a macro scale, they went down so that they matched up on a dollar scale. So if you bought something for one ETH and then the price of Ethereum was going up, then maybe the price in ETH of that NFT would go down so that the dollar amount stayed about the same. Obviously, if demand for that NFT goes up, the price is going to go up anyway. And as the price of ETH went down, then you would see the floor prices go up. So when Ethereum drops from $4,000 to $2,000, you might see those floor prices double like the examples I gave from one to two. That was in 2021. Now, this year... Fortunately, as we've seen the price of ETH and all cryptocurrencies crash from $4,000 down to $2,000, the price of NFTs have also gone down, not up. So that means that, <laughs> and I can tell you from personal experience, that almost every NFT that I own, and I own more than 100 now, maybe close to 200, almost every collection that I own has gone down in value, both in terms of the ETH number, floor price, and what ETH is worth since March. So March, I would say things looked pretty good. And then big precipitous drop since then. And I would say I've lost more than half the value in terms of dollars, uh, the value of all of the NFTs that I own. In fact, it's, it's like two thirds that have gone, it's gone down by more than two thirds. Really, really ugly. It, it's really hard to watch, you know, thinking back to late last year when everything was going really well, you know, I'd lost money on a few projects, but, but everything by, you know, by the most part was, for the most part was going up. A lot of people looking at it going, you know, wow, it's really great that you got in when you did. And I was very proud of what I've done. And now we're in a situation where most things have gone down and most of my NFTs are worth, many of them worth less than I bought them for underwater and a lot of things. 
And, you know, the value is just not there as much. You're going to hear me talk more about this with my friend Michael Stelsner. I want to have him on the show. We recorded the interview recently that'll be coming out in early August. And Michael Stelzer is the host of Social Media Marketing World and the Crypto Business Podcast. And he's also invested a lot of money into NFTs and is also down as well. And so we had a you know real conversation about that. So you'll hear us talk more about that in August. But yeah, think you know, things are not looking good, right? The the market is kind of bleak. It's a bear market. Now it's anybody's guess as to is this a quote unquote dip, right? Where like, oh, it's dropped from four thousand to two thousand, ugly, but you know, over the next few months, it might start climbing back up to 4,000 again. Or is this like the long-weighted, long-lasting bear market that people have been worried about, where it's just going to be like this for a long time? And we really don't know. It's anybody's guess. All I can say is, number one, nobody can predict the future. Number two, if you are a long-term believer in NFTs and certain NFT projects, now could be a really good time to buy because prices are deflated. As I mentioned, now the prices of NFTs tend to be correlated, you know, not inversely, but correlated the same with the price of ETH. So price of ETH has gone down, price of NFTs have gone down. Most of the things I own, like World of Women, V Friends, Boss Beauties, <laughs> everything has gone down, right? So all these things are quote unquote cheap, right? They are cheaper than they were before. And if you believe in them long term and you, you really have been wanting to get in or invest some money, now could be a really great time. It's a cheap time to buy ETH and it's a cheaper time to buy some of these NFTs. This, of course, is not financial advice. You don't hear me saying any of this with certainty. You really have no idea where things are going to go. But this is the state of the market we're in right now. And, and so I believe if you are a long-term believer, this could be a good time to invest. Put a few hundred dollars in and, and see what it does. Again, we have no idea, right? It's so weird thinking about it, right? I think there's an equally good chance that a year from now, in summer 2023, we will look back on this time and think, oh, I really wish I would have invested some money because that was just a dip and it's doubled or tripled since then. And that was the time I wish I had been more bullish and just put more money into the space. There's a good chance that happens. And I think there's an equally good chance that we'll get to summer 2023 and go, man, this thing has just been depressed for so long. It's even worse than last year. I wish I had just pulled money out, right? Like you just don't know where it's going to go. Right now, I can tell you what I'm doing is holding. I already own a lot of things. We already own a lot of things. And I'm not investing too much more, just putting a little bit more in on a regular basis into Ethereum and Bitcoin on a dollar cost, you know, dollar cost averaging, because I am a long-term believer. I do think this stuff is going to go back up long-term. Now think about that. That is the environment that we've been in now for a few weeks and the environment that we were in leading up to VCon, which was the big conference that Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk hosted in Minneapolis just a couple of weeks back. And some people worried like, is this a bad time to have this conference since everything is so depressed? And others argued, and I believe in this camp, it was the perfect time because it boosted everybody up. And it reminded us that investing in NFTs, especially VFriends, is not just about making money. It's not just about, you know, flipping and making a quick buck or even investing long term. It's about community. It's about bonding. It's about connection. It's about other things. And that's what VCon was all about. I won't do a full recap because I'm going to do a separate episode, I think, on that. I might try to connect with my friend Heather Parody, who was there with me, as well as my wife, Courtney, who was there for some of it as well, to do a little recap of VCon. But essentially, it was two and a half days. It was Friday to Sunday. Sunday was kind of a half day. A lot of big name speakers like Spike Lee, Seth Green, Eva Longoria, Snoop Dogg. 
and many, 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 many more. There were side stages, there were panels, there were booths from other projects. Uh, Gary Vee was there taking selfies with people. There was a lot of hope and optimism. There were some great announcements that happened. And I think the biggest thing, it was in a giant football stadium. It was one of the craziest and coolest conferences I've ever been to. There were a lot of great events surrounding the conference that other people organized. There was a lunch that I went to. In fact, the day before I went to four different events, the spectacular lunch for spectacular VFriend holders, a V Women event hosted by the women of VFriends. Then I went to the welcome party, the official welcome party, and saw some friends there. And then there was a mansion party hosted by my friend Mike Trompetta, who goes by Mikey. And it was just amazing, a fun, fun time. The first day I had so much value already. And then a great experience for the next few days. And really, like the big thing that came out of it, you know, I won't let this go on too long. The big thing that came out of it was about community and connection. And I've long said that the value, because I've been going to a lot of conferences for a long time. And if you're thinking about going to a conference like this in the future, let me just tell you this so you you have this to think about. A lot of people go to conferences for the speakers. That's what attracts them. Oh, it'll be cool to go see Snoop Dogg or Eva Longoria speak. The long-term value, I believe, comes from the connections that you make, the people that you meet there. You know, some of those speakers I saw said some cool stuff. I even took a few notes, but you know, at the end of the day, after a few months, I probably won't remember what they what they said, but I will remember many of the people I met. I just met so many great people who were so doing really cool things, enthusiastic about this space, not just about Web3, but like doing other interesting things in the world. We, you know, we connected on social media, we exchanged numbers, we took pictures, and everybody was just so nice, so kind, so collaborative. It's the type of community that that Gary created and what he had in mind for VFriends. And I think that was like part of his goal all along was to allow people to connect with each other. Everybody wanted to go see him, right? But really is about connecting with each other. And I love seeing Gary. He's, I really, really admire him. And I will continue to go to events to see him, you know, but the odds of building a real relationship with him, tiny, right? But with the other people there, really good. And there's so much possibility that comes with that, opportunities that come from that. And so I'm going to continue to go to events like that to meet up with other people. Not a ton of NFT events, but certainly VFriends. We have local meetups here in Orlando where I live. And of course, I'll be at VCon next year as well. I think the word is out now. This year, you could have gotten tickets really cheap. It was kind of ridiculous because they were a separate NFT for the ticket that he dropped to all VFriends holders like me. Obviously, many people had extras and were selling them. And originally, the floor was like 1 or 1.5 ETH. It went as high as 2 ETH on some hype, maybe 2.5. And I really should have sold my extra tickets then. I was kicking myself because then he like released the art on the tickets and the prices just completely dropped. I've sold two. By the way, I had six tickets. I sold two of mine for 0.5 ETH and then held on to the other four and used them. And I think right before VCon, the price was maybe 0.18 ETH, which is like 300 something dollars. You really could have gone to this conference really cheaply. And then it's gone up a little bit since then because he announced a collaboration with Snoop Dogg at VCon. He announced that he and Snoop Dogg were doing an NFT collaboration and that that NFT would be dropped to everyone who has a VCon NFT ticket. So whether you used it or not, whether you went or not, you could go buy one of those tickets to VCon 2022 on OpenSea right now. I think the floor might be around 0.25. And when they announced that, the ticket started flying and the floor rose from 0.2 all the way up to around 0.6 or 0.8. 
ETH, and then it came, it's just kind of slowly falling back down. It's around, I think, around 0.25 today. So that could be a good opportunity. Again, not financial advice, have no idea what this collaboration is going to look like with Snoop Dogg. But he did say that he and Snoop Dogg are doing a collaboration, an NFT collaboration, and that they would be dropping that to everyone who has the VCon 2022 NFT ticket in late summer or fall of 2022. So if you're a Snoop Dogg fan, that could be a good opportunity. I've still got my four tickets, and I'm going to hold on to those and see what we get. So I'll keep you posted on that, as well as doing more recaps in the future of VCon and everything going on in that community and the NFT world. Hope you enjoyed this episode today. Love to know where you are at with NFTs. And if you have any questions, thoughts on your mind, feel free to tweet me, Andy Storch, A-N-D-Y-S-T-O-R-C-H. And we'll talk about it here. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening to My NFT Journey. Hey, I wanted to take a moment to let you know that our podcast right now is sponsored by Voice.com. Yeah, Voice is an easy place for creators to create carbon-neutral NFTs. That's right. You may have heard about NFTs from the outcry around environmental impact and how much energy is being burned by Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies and NFTs and tokens traded on the blockchain. Well, Voice is 65,000 times more energy efficient than Bitcoin and 17,000 times more energy efficient than Ethereum. So if you're looking to create some NFTs very easily or buy some NFTs, especially low-cost NFTs, very easily with US dollars and without burning lots of energy or impacting the environment, then check out voice.com. I am working on creating my own collection of NFTs on voice, and I've found so far that it's extremely easy. All you need is the right graphic, the right strategy, or what you want to create. Decide what you want to give to people when they buy the NFTs, and then go set it up. It only takes a few minutes. So go check it out, voice.com, and let me know what you think.